This is TF Wire, Transformers Week in Review, episode number 19, recorded December 11th, 2005. TF Wire, Transformers Week in Review, TFWire.com. Hello and welcome to TF Wire. I am your host, Jesse slash Matrix Prime, and as always, I'm joined by show regulars, Awa64. Nice to be here, nice to have you back. Hey, thanks. Debuster Prime. Fanwank. God, that's oh. too long. No. Empire to TV Pro. Hey, everybody. Nice to have everyone back for a change. Full house tonight. Woo! Awesome. After an hour of waiting around. Yeah. Hey, that wasn't my fault. Hey, it worked. Yeah, it was. Let's go with it. <laughs> I blame okay, the man. The man. Okay, we're going to stick with the uh, format that PTV laid out last week. So here we go. First story. Reissue Astro Train is finally up for order. The toy is being sold at the HasbroToyShop.com website. It's being sold for $24.99 and is limited to 3,000 pieces, so hurry up and order yours. Story number two, Don Murphy talks Transformers. On his latest um, forum posting, Don said that some mass shifting remains in the current Transformers script. Deals are currently being made with the car companies for the alternate modes. And RC remains in the script, but only has a small appearance at this point. Story number three. Tformers.com adds pictures of Cybertron Sky Shadow and Cybertron Wingsaber. The pictures include the figures being displayed both in and out of packaging, as well as in both modes. Sky Shadow is a Decepticon repaint of Jetfire, and Wingsaber is a new mold whose jet mode resembles that of Energon Sky Shadow. And finally, story number four. A new Transformers G.I. Joe, Joe crossover in the works. Devil's Due has begun running an ad hinting at the possibility. The ad shows the red, white, and blue G.I. Joe stripes along with the Autobot logo and the date saying March 2006. This news comes from Josh, and pictures can be found on the TFW forums. So what do you guys think of the news this week? We don't think much. Um, I'm actually really impressed that they, <laughs> that, they put, uh, that they put RC in the script. I was figuring that the only Transformers we would get is they would kind of remember he was saying what he would do with X-Men is, is keep to a, a small crew because, well, first of all, financially, it's going to cost a lot to have those Transformers on screen. And, you know, it, half of, you know, computer-generated work is creating the models. So I figured, you know, they would just have those, you know, however, five or six Transformers and have that be the war. But I guess... You can't really do that and show, you know, the backstory and everything. Uh, so I was actually impressed that they said that they would have a have RC in there. Um, well, didn't they kind of need to have a female character in there at some point? I, I thought they, that it would be a good idea if they did, but I, I, I truthfully wasn't expecting them to at all. I figured they would stick with, you know, the core male cast and, you know, make it a standard Hollywood blockbuster type thing. But, but did they really need a female character? I, they don't need one. I, I I just like the fact that it, that they would have one. You know, it, it is a part of the Transformers history and and everything. But I don't know. What What about the mass shifting? Do you think Do you think that's a good idea in the movie? I hate mass shifting. I, I think <laughs> it sucks, but it's kind of necessary for the interaction between the robots to not just look completely comical. I don't know. I mean, it's kind of I comical mean, to have a, a a transformer that decides to turn into a, a stupid, you know, radio 
I, I just don't I don't I don't like it. Like what Transformer would think, you know what? Hum, let's see, there's a tank here or there's a boombox here. You know what? I think I'll go with the boombox. Like That's not all what about I'm disguise. About. I'm thinking that uh I'm thinking that when they talk about mass shifting it's not gonna be as much like sound wave jumping from being a uh Walkman that would fit in someone's pocket to being a robot the same size as G1 Megatron was in robot mode. I'm thinking it's going to be more along the lines of the Seekers will kind of downsize a bit and the car robots and the rest of the Autobots will upsize a bit so that they're in a close enough scale when they're fighting that they don't just kind of have to like run around the Seeker's legs and see, run around with the tow cable like in Star Wars. Because <laughs> if, if you look at you know fighters, they're actually not that much bigger than than vans. Like, yes, they're, they take up more space, but when they transform, I mean, there's not that much difference from a Cadillac to... I, I would actually like the fact if, if the Decepticons were bigger, and since they're They probably be will be weapons. a little bit bigger, but they're going to try to... I'd imagine that they'd try to shift the scale around a bit so that, like, Optimus Prime and Megatron are a little bit bigger than everyone else, and the Seekers are a little bit bigger than the car robots, but not quite, and Bumblebee's shorter than Jazz, or whatever they end up doing like that. Right, because I, I actually like, with the Autobots at least, what they've done with alternators, how not all of them are the exact same height. Some of them are bigger, some of them are smaller, but when they go to auto car mode, um, you know, they're all the same scale. Yeah. I really like that, and the fact that when they transform, they would be different sizes. I think that's good. Um, what about Astro Train? Any of you guys planning on picking him up from Hasbro Toy Shop? Oh, uh, didn't we mention this, like, the past three weeks that he'd be up there or something like that? Yeah, but, yeah, but it's finally, finally up, up there. Yeah, I mean, I mean now... And and shipping. We can reenact that wonderful scene from Transformers the movie where they kick Megatron off and <laughs> he floats over into space over to Unicron because now we have Unicron. I mean, it's all coming together. Stop motion video. That's where it's at. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not planning on buying it. That's just... I. I already ordered mine. Oh, see, Matrix dead. What about you guys, Debuster Awa? I'm broke as hell. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't ordered one, but uh, I'm I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Hey, there's only 3,000, so you better hurry. Yeah, no, I'm actually, I was actually really surprised with this uh, Transformers G.I. Joe crossover. I, I, you know, I'm looking forward past, to it. In the past, we've gotten word on at least comic dealings, you know, months ahead of time, and for them to come out with a teaser, and for that to be the first we heard of it, I'm really surprised. I'm pretty much shocked, but I'm pretty happy about it, too. I mean, there's nothing about this that I can complain about. I've Everything I've read that Udon Productions has done, I've absolutely loved. And J.I. Uh, Joe Transformers, long history there, and it seems to work pretty well together. And neither one. So were the past like... cross? Were, were the past crossovers any good? Uh, the first crossover was probably around G2, and it had basically I think it was Cobra turning Megatron into the tank from whatever he'd been before that. I'm not too up on the continuity, and uh, I heard that was pretty. He good. was a gun, and the two that was before he turned into a tank. Okay, yeah, yeah, I have that one. But, and he wasn't upgraded into Galvatron. Okay, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, the two most recent ones were done as a dealing between Devil's Due Productions and Dreamwave. And the first one was kind of an interesting take on it with Cobra having both Autobots and Decepticons and completely reprogramming them. It was kind of disappointing that it focused a lot more on the G.I. Joe characters than it did on the Transformers, but... Towards the end of it, you had some good dynamic character interaction with the Decepticon characters and stuff like that, and characters kind of going against their program. It was kind of reminiscent of the early issues of the G1 Volume 1 from Dreamwave, but it did a better job of it than G1 Volume 1 did with Dreamwave, so I can't really complain too much. 
And uh, the second one, I only read the first few issues of, and it was uh, like a time-traveling thing. And that the art was a little wonky in some places, but it was a decent story idea, at least. And it had some cool look at Transformer design ideas for if it was done in times that didn't have modern cars or anything like that. And if you actually went further into the past instead of science fiction future type stuff. Yeah, and you left out the, the Dreamwave series with the uh, art by... Um Oh golly, um, the World War II series that was GI Joe Transformers. Hmm. Yes, I did, didn't I? Because Devil's Due was doing that one, the one that you mentioned, where where they had the the time travel uh, Optimus Prime as a Cobra Hiss tank and everything. Yeah. And at the same time, I I actually really preferred that one, the World War II one. The art was really dark. People were saying it was blurry. Um, but I, I, I really like the artist. Um, he's also done some Ultimate Fantastic Four work, and he's going to be doing the, uh, the Stephen King graphic novel when that comes out in 2007. Awesome for um, him. So I, I really liked it. I really, I've really liked the stuff that they've done in the past. Um, I think it's, you know, because they were both so big in the 80s, and I always just kind of equated them when I was playing with them. I, you know, I would have, you know, Transformers and with G.I. Joes running around inside of them, and they were always, like, one and the same to me, at least, you know, when I was, especially when I was a kid, so I think it's a great idea. Um, I think Even within continuity, now, they've always been linked at the hip. I mean, uh, Cobra Commander appeared in one episode of the Transformers show. They kind of, like, skirted around being speak. in the same universe. Yep. Uh, the comics had a specific crossover. Uh, there may... Toys were made by the exact same companies. Uh, the cartoon was made by the same company. Marissa Fairborn. Right. Yep. They've always, it's always been really close, but it's always good to see a true crossover every once in a while instead of just skirting around stuff. Yeah, and we we've seen some some newer stuff too from Dawn. If you remember, since we've seen a Transformers. Uh, uh, G.I. Joe crossover comic. There's been some new stuff where John had did the, or Don did the the Rolling Thunder or Optimus Prime. Oh, that stuff was and, beautiful. And yeah, I mean, it, they just really you know lend themselves to each other, yeah. especially with Transformers changing into G.I. Joe vehicles and that sort of stuff. So, I've I've always been a big fan of of them. So, yep. look forward to hearing more information on that. Also, um, there's uh, supposedly um, artwork from the cover up. Um, done by Tim Seeley um, over at the DDP forums. Um, so if you want to check that out, you can. looks okay. a little interesting. But other than that, um, since we did talk about the uh, Astro Train reissue finally coming on to Hasbro Toy Shop this week, our uh, general discussion, Transformers discussion for the week, is going to have to do with reissues. What do you think uh, with the fact that they've you know been ramped up in the past couple of years with Toys R Us, the e-hobby ones, um, do you think that they kind of uh, watered down the collector's market? Um, what do you guys think? I'm not too concerned uh, about the uh, the watering down of the collector's market. Um, for the people who've like paid high prices for them on eBay, I mean, you kind of set your own prices, so if it's worth that much to you, then you pretty much got what you wanted anyway. Right. Yeah, you're collecting toys as an investment. I mean, more power to you, but... Don't let the people who are collecting them because they love the toys and not because they think the toys will make them money get screwed out of having their favorite toy from when they were a kid that their mom threw out. Right. Yeah, I don't... I don't yeah, I mean... I, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I'm just buying them because I like them. I don't care about the price or anything. Mm -hmm. Right. But do you think that there are collectors out there who are getting mad at the fact that they're getting reissued? That they, you know, let's say five years ago spent 
like a pretty king. $150 getting a side swipe, and now, you know, he's at KB for, you know, five bucks. <laughs> Who paid 150 bucks for a side swipe? <laughs> I don't know. Mint in condition, you know. Never removed yeah. the packaging, I don't know. Well, but, I um, mean, it's kind of like the lottery, the stock market, the gambling in Vegas. I mean, you know the risk the going into it. Crossing. <laughs> You know what cheapens reissue? You know what cheapens collecting to me more than any reissues would ever do that? Because I mean, the reissues do a lot of times have significant differences, or at least copyright information. The colossal number of repaints that we've had since Robots in Disguise. I mean, it seems like every toy has been repainted since then. There's going to be enough out there that it doesn't seem like anybody will ever actually have to try to hunt anything down or have it reissued for people to be able to find them. See, but what that does is it allows you to accessorize. I mean, you know, you're playing with Ramble, <laughs> and, you know, sometimes it just feels like a red day or a yellow day. I mean, you might have just dyed your hair blue, and and you can pick the one that fits. It's a beautiful thing. How many Arbata sideswipes did we need, though? I mean, that toy sucked enough the first time. Oh, come on. You don't like that one? Yeah, but it was apparently fun, people are but still we didn't need it. five <laughs> versions of it. I don't think they would remake it if if they weren't selling. I mean... Well, they were packing them, the last two or three ones, they were packed, except for the Galaxy Force one, which came with uh, remolding and stuff like that. All the ones before, like the past two, had been included with another toy that actually didn't have quite as much fan loathing as the first one. Right. Well, since you mentioned re remolding, what do you think about uh, the, you know, reissues that get slight remolds? That, More uh, power to them. You, I, I think that, you know, for fans at least, that's probably better. You know, it kind of differentiates itself more from the original. For so collectors, that, it makes it differentiated too, so that makes yeah. them happy. Yeah, and especially that way. I mean, one of the things that I've kind of, you know, just passingly been not really worried about but thought about is people passing off, you know, older toys as original G1 toys uh, that, that, you know, they just went and took out of the box from, let's say, Toys R Us and are now trying to sell. So. Yeah, I think the slight remolds are an everybody wins kind of situation, especially if the remolds yeah. are something that improve the look of the toy. Because I mean, I mean, look right. at, I mean, here's some. I mean, look at Pepsi Prime. If that hadn't had the remolded trailer and the slight difference in coloring, nobody would have given a damn. It would have just been yet another Optimus primary issue. But with the remold for the unique thing and then the difference in paint job, it's getting people to shell out sixty bucks for it. Oh, I still want that figure. You still want the Pepsi Prime? Oh yeah, I want. It. I'm I'm still waiting for figure. the translucent <laughs> version of a Crystal Pepsi Prime. Rimshot. I still want the Coke Prime. Coke Prime comes with razor blades and white powder. <laughs> I thought that was Blur Prime. I mean, I thought that was the blurry issue. He uh he uh transports illegal immigrants over the border in his trailer. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, you know that you know that if Prime was really a, uh, a semi truck, he'd be shooting crystal meth <laughs> to make his deadlines and shooting crystal meth. People don't shoot crystal meth, anyways. So back to <laughs> hey, reissues. It's your story. So, uh, <laughs> um, what reissues haven't we seen that you guys would like to see? Star Saber. Star Saber. What about you, Jesse? Uh, you have to come back to me. I, I gotta think. Megatron in the United States. Yeah, I think I I would like to see. Um, wait, wait. Why do you want a U.S. reissue of Megatron? The Japanese version fires plastic bullets. 
That's so awesome. Well, I wanted to do that too, <laughs> but I don't want to pay 150 bucks for it. Would you would you rather have the the price difference and have it have all the black replaced with Dayglow orange? <laughs> well, you see, I could pull it off and dye it black and put it back on. I probably wouldn't. Okay, I got mine now. I think I'd like to see uh, some I... of the pretenders. Um, I don't think that they would sell that well, but I d I just like the toys so. Maybe with better. I'd, I'd like to see the Dinobots. Yeah, definitely a Dinobots. I think the Dinobots are, are probably you know one of the big things that people are waiting for because at least Grimlock I mean, and Swoop. When, yeah, well, when when the uh, yes Swoop the world's smallest Transformer announcements came out last week, people were clamoring over that the fact that we were getting a you know even though it was a mini version that we were getting a a version of that. So I, yep. and I remember back in the day the Dinobots were, I mean all my friends loved the Dinobots. Yep. Oh, yeah, I just thought of another one I'd like because to see. They were like... I'd like to see reissues of G2 toys. Which G2 Although toys? That's my own personal weird brand of nostalgia. <laughs> Is it just um, like the, the original ones in bad color schemes? or <laughs> The early basics had some real charm to them. Like the cars and trucks with the engines that turned into weapons and the uh, all the airplanes from the entire line were pretty damn good. Why is it that when people talk about toys that no one else likes, they say that they were had some real charm to them? <laughs> because that's code for nostalgic longing for a toy that they had when they were a kid. I don't know, but I I, I wish really the, the biggest thing that I have with reissues is I wish that they were getting better distribution. Because right now, I, I mean, you know, you go into Toys R Us and they've got eighty thousand of them, and they're all like forty, thirty bucks. Um, you they know, do. Ours do down here. I've got that. We've, we've probably got more reissues than we do, um, Energon anything. I mean, there's absolutely no reissues of my local Toys R Us. Really? I, we've got stacks upon stacks upon stacks of them. And then we got, you know, just recently KB picked up the one. And I just wish that, you know, Walmart's barely carrying Transformers down here as it is, but I'd like to see them, you know, pick up some reissues. It would just be nice to have a little bit better distribution. As far as mm -hmm. that goes. Of course, I guess, you know, since they are just for collectors, you know, more collectors are probably willing to go to Toys R Us to get them. Maybe if Hasbro was they targeted are online stores and stuff like that, because a lot of people buy them off the internet. Well, yeah, Amazon.com has uh, at least Ricochet, I know. So. They are showing up, those, showing up at those Tuesday morning stores, though, right? Yep. Yeah, but yeah. those stores are a mess, and it's very hard to find anything. When things come <laughs> in, it's, it's random. It's just, oh, it's, it's not a fun place to be. <laughs> it smells like death. By death, you mean old people? Yeah, exactly. Sure. <laughs> I'm not exaggerating. <laughs> Alright, so, uh, Alwa, you had some listener topics? That yes, both came from Matthew Ignash. Thanks for sending Again, them in. We could use some you. more from other people <laughs> as well. Keep sending them. We'll keep reading them on the air. Okay, question, first question for the uh, listener question section. The little stoplight Autobot on Cybertron needs a name. What should it be? Gobot. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it works. <laughs> How about Highwire? Highwire could work because he's high and he's on a wire. Except he's on a pipe. No, I hate that name. I see what you did there. <laughs> that, that's clever. Hmm. Uh, I was thinking about maybe a uh, backstop. Or something having to do with 
stop, but that backstop is the only thing that I can think of. Yield Tron. <laughs> Please slow down, Icon. I'm gonna have to go with GoBot. That's great. I think that would be. I love that. I think that'd be hilarious. We get a. That's a good one, Debuster. I try. How about Collision? Collision. Interesting. Wouldn't that only be if his lights weren't working? Well, I guess as soon or as he transforms, the Decepticon somewhere. Exactly. <laughs> That's a terrible position to be in. Or even if anybody sees him transforming. Collision, we need you now. Okay. <laughs> Holy crap, a transforming stop by. It's like Mask when the gas station transforms into a battle platform. <laughs> yeah, it's like, let's think about that for a second. We're storing huge amounts of gasoline on a battle platform. <laughs> it's probably going to be having incoming fire hit it. It's probably not the best idea. Nah. Okay. A, another one, right? Yeah, question number two. If Hasbro sold an accessory pack for Beast Wars, what items would be in it? The golden disc. Oh, definitely a golden disc. I'd also like to see Megatron's rubber ducky, his mask, <laughs> I mean, his uh, wig from the trials that he did. Uh, maybe have a Energon hot tub for all the Decepticons. I like the idea that, that Matthew listed, the tarantulas his spider drones. That'd be good. And uh, maybe one of the proto-humans. Kind of like they did with, um, with yeah. Yeah. You know. Those two kids? Yeah. Why not? I mean, stasis pods. Stasis pods would That'd be, be cool. good. It'd, it'd probably be hard to, you know, you could only have ones that would fit so many characters because of size and everything. I think something that would fit uh, basic sort of Luxes would be more than plenty. Yeah. Yep. Or maybe like, uh, well, I guess they couldn't really do that, but different parts of uh, the Axelon, like different platform sections. That'd be kind of neat. An Axelon playset. Yeah. That'd be really cool, actually. That'd be damn cool. We did have those uh, Microverse uh, playsets. Those were actually pretty good. I never saw those. Yeah, um, one... They sucked. What? <laughs> <laughs> did they have sounds? No, they didn't have sounds. They were really small. They were well, like uh, micro-machines kind of well, scale. how could you like huh? them, then? How can you like them if they didn't have sounds? Well, I, I, had, I was able to make uh, stop-motion <laughs> video with them because what I could do is I would use them for um, larger, far-away... Um, base shots, and then for the up close shots, I would switch in the actual action figures, and then in the lab, you know, like to create oh. these really cool dramatic movies with uh, no budget. I see what you're doing there. That's that's mm. dramatic and creative. Yeah, Smart. That's what Spielberg <laughs> did. I doubt it, but uh, <laughs> but sure, if if that's what you want to believe, we 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 can we can run with that for a while if it makes you feel good about yourself. I'm happy in my little delusions. <laughs> so, so is that it with the questions? Yep, that's it. So, and uh, D-Buster had some reviews again for us. Yeah. Um, this week I'm covering Cybertron Sideways. Yeah. In uh, vehicle mode. What, was covering it vertically not working <laughs> anymore? No. It, his name is, is Sideways. Oh, I get oh. it. Yeah. I just picked this toy up last oh, week. Oh, so we can do this together. Do you want to... Well, not really. <laughs> Fine. I'm, I'm comfortable doing it on my own. That's, I'm, I'm hey, not offended. Screw you. <laughs> we love you. Um, 
Okay. <laughs> my name is Inigo Dustbuster. You killed my father. Prepare to die. That's only that's only legal in Massachusetts, right? Okay. Um. Sideways. No, it's if they want to have a relationship afterwards that it's only legal in Massachusetts. Keys. Uh, All right, Dbuster. A jet. Quick. Go. And um, he he. Yes, great he's review. He's a cool-looking jet because um, he's he's mostly uh, black and and black-colored jets are cool because they're stealthy. OMG. So he's a stealthy yeah, and, jet. Yeah, and it, he's a space fighter, so it, it blends in with the the background of space, which is also blackish. Wait, 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 wait. So is he a jet or a he's, space? He's fighter? a space fighter jet. But. The, you can do realize that a space fighter, it really doesn't matter what it looks like because you could have one that was just a square and it would be just as aerodynamic as the most well-designed thing on Earth. Exactly. And that's why he's able to have this ridiculously stumpy front and these cool-looking swept-forward wings, which would just absolutely not work under any normal atmosphere. But uh, he still looks uh, pretty... Cool. You're gonna cry now, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm upset because you went through the review with me. <laughs> um, he's got a translucent uh, stuff in the, the cockpit. It's nice that it's uh, split up on both sides because it looks like eyes, kind of like in the uh, the Viacon days where each one had their own pop out head. Except this one doesn't pop out. But hmm. that's a shame. <laughs> Still looks cool. Anyway, plugging in the uh, the force chip or the cyber planet key, however you want to call it. Switches his Autobot faction sigil over to a Decepticon one. Um, you have to be kind of careful with this guy because the spring and the gimmick is pretty tight. And if you're kind of messing around and not carefully bump into it, um, it'll pop out and the chip will go literally like flying across the room. It's powerful like a missile launcher. A good one. Oh. Yeah. Um, Matrix, any thoughts on the vehicle mode? Um... I got a thought on the gimmick. Go for it. I think it's stupid. I think it's stupid. Now, why is it stupid? Well, the toy doesn't have any faction symbols on it at all, except for the the part where you plug in the key. And they're real small. And it's, it's just stupid. <laughs> well, if you had... I mean, if you're going to plug... If you're going to plug the key in, it should have some functionality. It doesn't do anything. It also springs out the wings out of the side, doesn't it? Um, it... Releases uh, these uh, blades for uh, a weapon in robot mode, which I, I didn't yeah. get to yet. Hmm. So robot mode, how is it? Um, yeah, <laughs> he's cool. Um, he's got limbs, and they have joints on them. And he knows how. So you can bend them, and then he, he goes into poses, almost like an action figure. Oh, wow. Hey, yeah, right. it's, it's like two toys in one. <laughs> That's a great gimmick for a transformer. Um, he's also got uh, pretty cool uh, light piping um, on his head. What's really neat about this guy is that instead of just being in the eyes, his whole face is uh, light piped plastic, and it really gives off this creepy, uh, demonic, scary dude kind of look. So It's a look that screams, I don't have a face! Yeah. Watch out. He doesn't have a face. He might steal yours. <laughs> um, yeah, he looks pretty good. Um, the, the sword, which is formed from his wings, they can be stored on his legs, and it doesn't form any extra um, cable that gets in the way at all, which is 
like always very nice to have weapons that can store. Um, they pop off. You can have one sword in each hand, or you can put them both on one hand, and it's like uh, a staff, like you know, Darth Maul. A double-bladed yeah. sword. And th- and then you can slice him in half, and then he falls down the hole, and everybody gets medals. Maybe he cut his own yeah. face off. <laughs> <laughs> but um. Yeah, pretty much all that's left is the uh, the force chip gimmick, which does do a little bit more in robot mode. You plug that in. It still sucks. <laughs> yes, and this these these sucky <laughs> uh, translucent uh, blades uh, pop out on uh, his left arm. Uh, I don't really know quite how to describe what it is. It, it looks like a, a crossbow. The configuration is like the the four blades looks kind of like a set of dragonfly wings. Um. I don't know exactly what it's supposed to do, but it, it does look pretty neat. Um, overall, he's a, a pretty cool guy. I would say he's one of the slickest-looking uh, robot modes out of uh, out of all of Cybertron so far. Scale of 1 to 10? 1 to 10? Um, I give this guy, I'll say, at least a 9.3. Ooh, so he's, he's really far up there. Yeah. Just, uh... Why does he get the point huh? three? Now, how do you think he... W- why the point three? Why point three? Um, the yeah. the force chip that pops out like a missile launcher when it's not supposed to. <laughs> um, you could really lose an eye or something. They they should put like some <laughs> kind of label for kids. It's dangerous. I mean, it's a lawsuit now, waiting to happen. Part of the charm from this guy, do you think it comes from the fact that he is smaller? Yeah, like if if they had made him into a larger toy, that he wouldn't be quite as cool. If they made him into a larger toy, he'd be Soundwave, which is all kinds of awesome. <laughs> well, there you go. So. <laughs> yep. All right, so we are at what are we at? Uh, Twenty-nine eighteen. So, all right, this is Pirated TV Pro. Uh, we'll see you again next week. Make sure to send in uh, general discussion ideas, topics that we can talk. If you have any questions about us or the podcast, send them to tfwire at gmail.com. I also wanted so we to can give ignore a, them. a quick shout out to uh, a new <laughs> podcast that just started up. Uh, tfbbq.com Transformers Barbecue uh, They're more of a uh, fandom talk show so give mm. them a try see if you like them. If you don't, come back to us. If you do, come back to us. <laughs> so, But they just started their, don't leave released us. their first show this week so try them out. It's, uh, one of the guys who used to contribute to Radio Free Cybertron is starting it up so yep, good give them a try. Alright, so Pirate TV Pro saying see you next week. Hopefully. Hopefully. Okay, uh, this is uh, D-Buster Prime. (laughs) Bye-bye. This is R64 saying, see you in seven. This is Matrix Prime. Hasta la vista.